You're this the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned in to the biggest Chanel Simone, April B, Fluhead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn, what up? What's up, Shit y'all? Me. What's up? What's up? What's up? We are back. We are back. We are back. Y'all know what it is. Fluhead, Gruhead podcast, where worlds collide. No matter where you reside. Yes, sir. <laughs> and y'all know who I am. Your girl, April B. It's your girl, Chanel Simone in the building. Your favorite Brooklyn Bay. Okay, period. Come on, tagline. <laughs> All right, y'all. So listen, we are super excited because we have a peer here, um, but also somebody we admire, her journey, her her movement, what she stands for, um, and just her trucking it in this media industry. We got... Who we got? We got a killer friend in the building. Let's give it up. Come on. Because I know I'm close to two Brooklyn. Right, right. I was just getting there. I know y'all was going to get there. But I was like, come on. Right. Now, baby, you already know April and I are your two favorite Brooklyn baddies. Yes. Everybody know it'll be a little tension, but we got a Bronx baddie in the building. Yes. One day we're going to stop this Brooklyn Bronx. We really are. Until then. Absolutely gorgeous. Her makeup is flawless. Okay. Like, you know, they're gonna see it, but for the <laughs> listeners, we just have to let them know. So, Akila, before we get into the the steak and potatoes, mm-hmm. we're gonna start with our icebreaker, which is first class versus coach. <laughs> now, this is our version of like this or that, but today's co- uh, first class versus coach is gonna be us basically comparing like celebrity friendships some fictional TV shows, mm-hmm. and some real BFFs in real life. Now, if they're friendos, you want to say first class. But baby, if it's giving enemy, if it's giving <laughs> keep your friends closer, keep your enemies closer, you're going to give them coach, okay? Ooh, okay. All, All right. right. Now, it's, let me give the disclaimer. Mm-hmm. If you cannot decide, mm. you have to take a shot. Oh, on the sippy sip. <laughs> on the sippy sip. I mean, we, we normally take the shots, but... Shout! <laughs> Shout out to Bombay Vodka. Shout out to Bombay Vodka. Uh, make sure y'all go to y'all nearest liquor store or go to www.bombayvodka.com. Yes, sir. So this is our infamous big bowl. Three, three things in here, <laughs> right? <laughs> big bowl. <laughs> so you gonna go ahead and dig in? Okay. That's the most controversial thing we got on the show. It starts fights. <laughs> All right. Do I read it out? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna read it out. It's all about you. Sanaa Lathan and Regina Hall. Oh, okay. that's, a, that's definitely a first class. Yeah, that's, okay. a first class that's cute. That's, that's cute. cute. I like that. I like right. them. Mm-hmm. You know how you know, like, the friends that grew up in the industry together? Like, that's what they give me. Like, we started young, yes. but, like, we real friend friends now. <laughs> that's, like, a that's a fact. Who out of the two, though, that y'all feel like is more Regina Hall? Regina Hall. Hall. Oh, I mean, is it <laughs> Issa and Molly, Insecure, versus Pam and Gina and Martin. Oh, that's such a good one, y'all. Dang. Oh, well, you tell me. Yeah, you tell yours first. I'm going to say Pam and Gina is giving first class. Yeah. Okay. But I love me. 
I love some Issa and Molly. Everyone used to say I was a Molly, but I feel like I'm more of an Issa. Right. <laughs> I'm definitely more of an Issa. More of the awkwardness? Right. Or? Definitely more. Okay, from a like career perspective, like Molly is definitely Of course, Molly, right? yes, yes. From like a social, social mm -hmm. figuring it out, grinding it and getting it, it's definitely an Issa. But Pam and Gina all the way. Friendship-wise, like, they got it. Yeah, they I was going to get Pam and Gina first. Mm -hmm. Right. I think um, Issa and Molly shows us, like, friendship in this day and age, you right. know? Like, career, everybody trying to figure it out. Everybody's here. We're trying to find love. Yeah. We're trying to do all of this. So, we, we, we're we seeing, like, the the modern friendships mm -hmm. now. Pam and Gina was, you know, that 90s. That 90s yes. little homie. Yes. Right. Yeah. Kelly Rowland. Oh. Is it giving first class or coach? It's oh you guys. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling like it depends on who you ask. Wait oh, wait no. hold up. That sound like, like that sound like a a, a bombay shop moment. No, it's it might be a shop moment. For okay, y'all. I like it. But it also feels like it depends on who you ask between them, like whether or not it's gonna be first class or coach, right? Oh. Let me. I'm a. I agree with that mm -hmm. though. Okay, go ahead, Frey, because you look like you want to grab your shot, though. I love Beyonce, girl. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you know, in this world, you got to put that display. I love you, Beyonce. And Kelly. But to me, it's like, you don't know too much. It's like, I don't... It's like, you say first class because it's Beyonce and Kelly. You know, right. like they started in this industry together. They've been kids. Mm -hmm. But it's more so in a coach because it's like... I, you, you, first of all, they, they low key, they in the cut. Yeah. You don't see them unless it's like an award show. Yeah, or a party. A party. We're not invited to. <laughs> and we're not invited to. And then after that is, oh, okay. Well. Yeah, I've been it, wondering, like, is Kelly coming over to Beyonce house, like, sitting in the kitchen on a bar stool and they talking while she cooking? Yeah, and the kids the is running stool. around. I kind of feel so because you remember that moment. I think it was like a Netflix show or somewhere. Jay Z saw Kelly and was oh, like, you were oh, like, oh, so Mystery there mm -hmm. that you want to know, but then it's like then you kind of respect really the mystery, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you respect it, but it's like, girl, do you have a bowling or something? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is it giving? I, I, I want to know. Do Kelly call Beyonce? Like, girl, let me tell you my husband. Yeah, right. like, that's what that's I. Did yeah. she answer And Scotty's from Baddies West. If you don't get the right, this is <laughs> I, I actually don't know their relationship. No, I'm gonna say coach. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. So I, I follow a little bit of the baddies. Right. Mm -hmm. First of all, Natalie is a bad friend to Scotty. Okay. <laughs> Why? Yes, yeah. girl. Do you know? Okay, so Natalie was getting into it with Prashawn <laughs> Rock or whatever, right? Mm. All right, boom. So she didn't want to slap Prashawn because everybody knows right. Right. Slap Prashawn. Right. They saw Blueface 
somebody up and now you want to fight me. You, you still had this man slap me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying that's, oh, that's crazy. That's so uh, Natalie, uh, girl. Natalie's coach. Anything mm -hmm. with a friend with Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is I run LA. <laughs> Candy Burrs and um, Tiny versus Tiny and Shikana. <laughs> it's definitely Candy and Tiny. Candy and Tiny is giving first class. Let me say, <laughs> let me say that iconic bicycle ride. Yes, yes. Frank, get up! I'm trying. Like, tiny leg was gone. Tiny, why y'all got a motorbike and we don't got a motorbike? Ah, oh, Frank, come on! And she swung that bike around. Dang. Tiny and Shakana, that was it's something else. They had but a moment though. They had a they run. Had they a had a run. run. Remember they, they had, had their own they show. Had yes. But then her man, got real. Her man came home. Child. And the child will apparently. <laughs> 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 so I right, hear Candy and Tiny. We gonna give it to them because they don't want Grammys together. They don't got money together. They still doing, they it, still mm -hmm. doing it. So mm -hmm. shout out to them. That's real. This is funny. This is funny. No, funny but India, you did right? Oh, okay. Oprah Winfrey and Gail King. I mean, first class. first class all the way. First of all, first class Oprah is my best friend. All the way. First class. And to put you in a position to right, right, like, like Oprah don't care no, right. no expense when it comes to Gail. Mm -hmm. Like, Gail be everywhere Oprah be. That's like, her girl. Hello. Right. Like, girl, it's like, it, honey, Oprah, like I said, how Oprah put Gail on. Yes. And their friendship is still thriving. Yes. Stedman right here, like I feel like Oprah be yeah. letting Stedman go. Yeah. She's like, ugh, I'm trying to move. But Gail, Gail gotta be right, right by her side. Gail is right there. Let me ask you something, and this is on top of it, but off. Let's talk about it real quick with Stedman. Do you agree with Oprah not marrying a man, or are you like, oh, you asking her? I feel like, from a business perspective, I get it, but at this point. Like, at this point in time, I don't see why not. Why she won't just marry the dude. I feel like at the beginning, like, yeah, of course. Like, do what they potentially would do in the, your situation. But mm -hmm. now it's like, he showed that he's there for you. Like, he is there for you. Like, that's just what it is. Well, I know like, he got, I know yeah. he her will real nice. <laughs> that's what I'm like. I know yeah. he don't care. Like, he don't care. He probably don't care. Listen, but this true. Stephen ain't never said anything, did anything. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Yes. He don't care if she marry him. <laughs> Like, dang, you I'm know, tired. I ain't married. I, I can see him. I ain't married. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
want to see it though. I need to see the ceremony. Yeah, right. give me a good reception. Like, I, you know what I feel like? A piece of me deep down in my heart. I uh -huh. like, and this is not wishing bad on anybody. For me to see it happen, Oprah gonna have to be on her last. <laughs> and, and it's either like, like I said, I don't want to say it out loud, but something. Yeah, yeah. You think yeah. it's gonna be like, yeah. A press conference for us and like and more so just to give you power, power of attorney, attorney type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, he has to make all of my decisions. Like whether it's sickness or whether it's something financial like something is gonna go she's gonna be like, Yeah, it's time. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, what? <laughs> Girl, he already had the ring. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, never mind. Okay. I'm like, baby, it's okay. It's okay. Rest his robe. He get out of bed. Rest his robe. And even if Oprah is like, whatever term she on, if he he still got you on one, you right. That's exactly what I'm saying. without doing our check-in with our guests. So our check-in is basically us coming to you saying, girl, tell us where you're from, but most importantly, tell us how where you're from and where you landed shaped you, your career, your life, your person, who you want to be. Go ahead, girl. Okay, we, we gonna talk about it. <laughs> understand where this is about like it I understand the the vision yeah <laughs> I feel the vision so I mean now I'm in Atlanta for now we were just talking about it <laughs> like, it was cute it is cute <laughs> I, I'm sure I'll be back and forth for sure but like you know what I've been I've been doing I've been doing the media business side mm -hmm. and I've been also doing the talent side and now I'm just oh, kind of merging both mm -hmm. worlds you know what I mean so yeah no true Let's see. I mean, couple couple stats, I guess. Yes, um, yes. Couple, yes. Things, couple things 
rolling. Um, like I said, the media business side, that's kind of been my, my background. Like, I went to Columbia, got my MBA from there. Okay. And from there, was Columbia University, honey. Let's talk let's, about let's it. Let's talk about it. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. It okay. was a moment. It was a No, but I mean, and so from there, I was focused more so on like, you know, building actually digital companies, building streaming services. So I worked at Apple TV, was a content executive there for a couple, for a little bit. HBO Max kind of helped launch HBO Max um, with that. A bunch of different things in the industry. Oh, girl, 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 talk about it more on social because I kind of like leave that in its own space like, yeah. you know and maybe it's a you know first gen Caribbean thing I'm like listen what I do we're what right, I do right, right, right. Right. Like, I'll be at 15 years <laughs> and don't say nothing <laughs> don't say nothing right. like, listen you know you know but I don't want to lead with that usually but now it's like no you kind of have to especially as black women like yeah. lead with your shit you know what mm -hmm. I mean so that was me. And then made the job all the way. I was, you know how people have the nine to five and the five to nine. My five to nine was really trying to build myself in the industry. And so, mm. like, you know, I've been doing, um, whether it be kind of like the red carpets, the, you know, mm. having my own podcast, really trying to grow in this space and, like, make it my own in a sense. And the world's kind of collided this past year with um, with Revolt. And so I've just been doing um, the talk show, the first season of the talk show, Black Girl Stuff. Yes. Um, and then also doing the podcast with them as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, girl, yeah, because, okay, so when I was on Instagram, and I'm scrolling, I'm like, oh, black girl stuff, John, they season two trailer, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> excuse me, um, I sent it to Chanel, I'm like, Chanel, where are friends? Hey, what's up? What's going on? I said, hold on, wait a minute now. And, I, and I'm going to be honest, um, I... On, on the show, I will say this. Um, I've been following Brie Renee for a long time. So I mm -hmm. always knew about Brie Renee. Loved her, loved her. We did a couple things with her with Media Girls Network. Mm -hmm. oh, right. Baby, that was my first introduction to you. Mm -hmm. And honestly, what drew me to the show was you. You. Thank and, you. And you know when you get older and they say, oh, representation matters. Mm -hmm. And you hear it all the, the time. time. Yep. But I didn't really see it until I'm like, well, who is Right. Yo. Then when you came with Media Girls Network, shout out to them. And yes. Like, yes. Oh, yes. We were about to get Yes. Right. <laughs> Me and April came to the house like, we come. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a whole Yo, moment. It's true. It was a whole it's moment. True. It's, it's true. true. <laughs> so, really, what happened? Let's talk about Let's, it. Yeah, no, for real. Let's talk about it. And this is no shade, no tea to black yeah, girl yeah, stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, but tell your truth. Talk your shit. And like, and your, what you described, when I tell you the amount of people who told me the same thing, <laughs> they looked online and this and like, that, like, wait, what, what, what? Um, to be honest, and, you know, I'll say what I can and all that. Yeah. But, like, from from my perspective, it was a level of just, like, chemistry and whether or not they felt like there was chemistry I felt like there was enough right and mm -hmm. I do think uh, when it comes to just like speaking my truth speaking like you know about who I am showcasing who I am just by being me and mm -hmm. knowing that 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 really related to so many other women mm -hmm. and like you was an example of that but it's like did they believe that you know mm -hmm. and that's and that's the question of the day that's still kind of up in the air like I'm still talking with them obviously like I said doing the podcast so still affiliated with the network and like you know going back and forth about like potential conversations for things you know in the mm -hmm. future so it's not no shade or tea towards um revolt but I think it's like a level of 
were they ready for that? That's how I feel. Like, was was that show the right format for what for my truth and my black girl? You know, like and who so, I represent. And that's a question for y'all to answer as the listen. audience, because I, you know, I can only answer as me. You know, coming in and doing my thing. But but at the same time, from a viewer standpoint, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that you told us that, but honestly, still from a viewer standpoint, we're looking at it more so, and I'm gonna say it. Guys, you know. Why the black girl had to leave? Okay, can we start from the beginning? Because when like, okay, yeah, literally, that's mm-hmm. just the only thing I could think of. Because when Black Girl stuff first started, when they debuted the cast, it literally was that three light lights. That was a thing. For light sure. up, for sure. light mm-hmm. up, and it's nothing against light skin, right? But it was three light skin girls, mm-hmm. like, and not like caramel, like mm-hmm. you know, butter pecan. Right. <laughs> it was like. Red bones, like, you know, and then it was beautiful Akila, and they're beautiful, too. Yeah, but course, then it was course. like, so that right there, I think, really caught us off guard because every day, every time we watch the show, I'm like, I yeah. felt like there was no, and not that you needed it, but, like, there was no backup. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I feel like, okay, so they can relate to each other. Right. But then it's like, here you come with your story. Mm-hmm. And then it was like. So then it puts me in a bit on a thing where it's like, yo, I'm just just speaking. speaking. And then it was like, but Mm -hmm. how can? Mm -hmm. But then it was like, and then I feel like when I watched the show too, it was almost like everybody else was allowed to speak their truth Mm -hmm. with no repercussions, no backlash, no nothing. Mm -hmm. But then when it came to you, it almost was, and I'm not saying that they did this, but it almost was looking like, the angry black female. And and that's something that I was very conscious of, which is annoying. Because on a right, show, right, like, like right. you know, why I one thing for me, I was like, listen, yes, I've been through some things, but I don't want to be a walking poster board for trauma either. Because yes. like, I'm not. And yes. dark-skinned black women are not. No. Like, we not, we not. This is just a part of it, but it's not like, it's not our story in totality. But I feel like, you know, that was a level of, if I wasn't going there, mm-hmm. and it's not like I heard this from anybody, so right. it's just yeah. my own opinion. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, if I wasn't going there, I felt like, you know, was I going to be interpreted as being real, you yeah. know? Because it's not like, if we speak our truth sometimes and it's re- and it's and it's sad, then it's real. But if it's not sad, then it's like, okay, hold on, <laughs> what's yeah, going on? Exactly. Like you, you're we're okay to be happy. Yeah, <laughs> we're okay to have a life that wasn't filled with pain and like you know distress. And I do, and I do think it's different. You know, especially why I feel like things that we're doing, y'all being in the industry, y'all talking, just showing up, mm-hmm. it makes a difference because yes, there's a lot of black women uh, uh, like allowed to occupy space, but it's very different when you have you heard that racially. Accents. You heard it? You heard it? I'm saying I'm outside, okay? One time for it. All right. You're okay. Girl. But when you have racially ambiguous presenting black women Mm -hmm. speaking for all black women, it just lands differently to us. And that's just what it is. It it does. And it's it's no shade to anybody else, but it's just going to land differently, which is why we need to also occupy those same rooms. You know? So the love you were were receiving, especially like women like April and I, right? In the sense of like, oh my God, like, it's like a fresher breath air when we see darker skinned women. And, mm-hmm. and not just to like make it like light skin versus dark yeah, skin. Yeah. But in this industry that we're realizing, we're like a year and a half, two years, two years in the mm-hmm. game, let's say mm-hmm. this. So we're still new. We're still rookies right. to, you know, to some. It's like, no, it, we know it's still there, but a piece of us is like, nah, it can't be that bad. And right. so we're like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> 
how does she got? So you mean to tell me you y'all need me to go get a BBL uh, a thirty mm. a thirty inch bust down? Do I need to do all of this just to? Do I need to have a hundred k followers? Followers, even a valid, uh, yeah. Validation like here, it's like wow, like this is really still a thing. It's still a in thing. Absolutely, still a thing. Mm-hmm. So t- talk about your experience um, in the media industry and um, have it took a toll on your relationship or your talent. Let's say. Mm. Ha- do they overlook your talent from um yeah, I think I think especially this past year, like, and it's it goes beyond revolt, goes to other, you know, just doing being in the game. Period. Yeah. I think it it just showcases so much more why, you know, even as black women, we have to have our own. You know what I mean? Right. And we say that in life in general, mm-hmm. but that applies to media too. Like, you do have to have your own following. You do have to come up with your own stuff. You do have to like form your own entities, like things like this, because you know that's where power I think comes from, and that's mm-hmm. where sustainability comes from. Like, yeah, you can get you know the the votes of approval from other people, but to like be on the same playing field, talent isn't enough. Mm. I've realized that talent isn't enough. Mm. Brains isn't enough. Mm. I just told you, and this was a snippet of what I've done. You know what I mean? And mm. in terms of like what I've done, even on the business side of media, but it's not enough. It's not enough because you know, other people have to believe it. And when we're in a situation where dark skinned black women are less believed, less trusted, less, you know, kind of, you know, given that leeway, you have to just do more. And it's mm. unfortunate but it's not like I think for folks like us, it becomes motivation where it's like, listen, I'm you want me to do more? I'll show you how I could spend my 24 hours. You know mm. what I mean? One thing that you just said, talent isn't enough. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? No, seriously. I mean, like you said, the brains, the the talent is the the accolades. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, all of those are overlooked when it comes to, you know, the how you present yourself and everything. So what 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 do we do? <laughs> like, like girl, when deep, I deep out, side, hey. deep side. I think the key is ownership. Like the two things you do. I think the first thing is figure out a way to own a piece of the pie. Like it, we're talking from a media perspective, but this goes to all different industries. Mm-hmm. If you don't own what you're a part of, or own a sliver of what you're a part of, um, you're you're a commodity. Like mm-hmm. you're you're in and out. Now, you're, you're, you know, it's 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 whatever they can trade you in, and you're playing hopscotch with your life. Like if you're not if you're not doing that, so it's kind of like one is ownership, and the two really figure out, and that's something that I sometimes need to do as well. Like figure out what makes you like truly different, because sometimes the things that I think personally that I'm like I'm doing, I'm like oh, you know it's easy, like whatever, like we could figure it out, no problem. But it's like no, it's not, it's mm-hmm. not, and so those things are aren't. You know, make that your your trademark in a sense. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand. When you, like, own who you are, you own the room in a sense. And mm. I think there's a level of being able to just just achieve mm. in, in timing, in God's timing. In child. God's timing. <laughs> like, which is kind of annoying sometimes to oh, think about. But listen, God's timing. I sometimes no, be like, come on, God. How many times like, I got to talk to you, God? You know, like, you like, been on the phone with me and Chanel because we had these conversations all the time. Right. Like, this girl, this girl, you know, you asked somebody else, well, girl, I just prayed last night and the next day. And the next day. <laughs> 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 Saging everywhere, doing girl. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even on that. Right. Right. I know. Right. Especially when the industry as a whole is changing. It's not yeah, even like you need to do this or do that yep. or whatever. It really comes from, it seems like, how other people perceive you. And mm-hmm. it goes back in terms of us being like sometimes having to work 
twice as hard, three times as hard because of appearance, mm-hmm. right. because of how other people interpret your what? appearance. You know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> so. no, I feel you as a mm-hmm. obviously a dark skin, brown skin, whatever y'all yeah, want to say, whatever, I right? Skin, <laughs> um, female, but also a plus size female I'm in this sure. industry right. is very difficult to to understand. You know, people call you when they. You know, it is it. You see the difference, and I told mm-hmm. Chanel this the other. We did an event, and I told Chanel, I was like, you know, it's funny, because when we're in these places, you know, these people, they, oh, you're my dog, you're this, you're that, right. but they don't interact with you, they don't support you, they don't mm-hmm. post you, they. Mm-hmm. But I see who they post, yes. I see who they interact yes. with. I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm watching you because I want to know like who is partaking in this gatekeeping. Yes, you know, yes. and it's really hard, especially for us because. How many? I, I think we did a meeting with somebody, and they kept bringing up, "Well, you know, y'all is dark skinned plus size girls," and I'm like, "What the hell do that got to do with anything?" Really? Like, it, it was, and maybe let me. Oh, let me speak for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a little angry here. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. That to me really irritates me. I'm sure it really yep. irritates me, yep. and I'm like, I know people try to like, you know, oh yeah, you know, girl, you killing it for. True. But it gets really, it's like, the, oh, you pretty for a dark skin chick. I like, we're not supposed to be pretty. Right. Like, <laughs> what you mean? Like, you know, so I have a question because I didn't, I know, you know, we watch black girl stuff, but you said you still do the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. It's a whole different thing. So it's not black girl stuff, the podcast or anything like oh, that. Okay. It's, a, it's a podcast that's on Revolt's podcast network. So okay. they, it's like an original show that they have on there that it's like, it's called Monuments to Me. We're in its um, second season now, and it's still, you know, grassroots, building it up. Mm-hmm. They building up the network overall, so just kind of yeah. building with them and seeing what's up Is there. it the same host? No, it's me and one other host um, called Don, Don Montgomery. Okay. Um, and so we kind of do topics. It's a little more mature, I would say, like in terms of the topics mm-hmm. and the, the audience. It's a little, it's just like about black women, but really just like all the things that might affect us. So. Okay, because, yeah. you know, my question was like, so you, how you do the podcast? With the same host. Actually, y'all. Just y'all can't see me, but y'all can hear me. That would have been that have been crazy. That'd you know, that's why I was like, she was like, I, I do the podcast. And stuff, and I kept thinking, okay, um, Akila, you said you went to Columbia, baby. Why? Who wanted one together? Why? Like, that's just not making sense. Like, y equals m x plus b. Like, you know, okay, okay, cool, cool, no, cool. right? All right, so, okay, so now, how did you? get on the business side like was that your first like yeah my whole goal like for me at for a long time was like no I want to be a media executive and then okay. you know be be someone that also talks about me like being able to mm-hmm. do both how can I do both how can I be an Andy Cohen but like you know mm-hmm. you know how he was able to yeah. do his thing and so for a long time like that was the goal like let me get to to an executive so that's kind of what I went to school for like, okay. I went to school for business um and then kind of focused in on content strategy and, and okay. business development and doing deals and so I did a lot of the the deals and like buying shows, pricing shows, wow. figuring out what shows should be on, you know, all these different players and things like that helped launch a couple streaming services as I mentioned. And, but doing that, like that's kind of where my, my bread and butter in a sense of when it comes to knowing the business. Mm-hmm. And so like experiencing it, how we're talking about on one end from being the talent, being the like kind of in front of the camera, but it's a whole other world <laughs> like being behind and the camera see, and trying to climb that corporate ladder. Like, and that's why mm-hmm. I was going to ask you because 
okay, so you come from the world where like buying shows and pricing shows, meaning you have to look at talent, marketing, all of that. Yeah. To now being a talent. Being a talent, right. What is your different strategy look like being the person who picks the talent versus mm-hmm. now being the person that has to be picked. Picked. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, beforehand, it was like, you know, the producers and all that, they're the ones, Mm -hmm. you know, who are choosing the actual talent. I'm just choosing whether or not it's worth it to have it on our our platform. So, and and it was different. It's more so like, I'm looking at metrics like, oh, the box office, how much did that did that do for it? You know, okay. oh, we have a, you know, celebrity talent here. Like maybe we should have him do an interview in order to promote the show. Mm-hmm. Like maybe okay. so it's very it's a it's a lot more like I would say high brown in a sense because it was focused on streaming services that focused on like type A. Gotcha. Like, you know, gotcha. All, okay, all around okay. the thing. This is a whole different world for me. Like yeah. it's a whole different world in terms of being being out here and trying to in a sense like sell yourself right. um without feeling like you're selling yourself. Yeah. Just being yourself and, and feeling like it should charge a premium for that in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's it's it's a totally different world. It's a totally different group of people that I interact with. Like everything is Everything is new, but so it's she, it's yeah. yeah. You to make it make sense, right? Why should I? Why should I? Right. <laughs> That's it. Is it gonna do numbers? So That's it. Like, all right. When we start doing our pitching, That's and right. Our we can talk about oh, it. When we, we get all, yeah, let's talk about it offline because we gotta talk about <laughs> it. Oh, you got pitches and sponsors. No, okay. listen. Are we serious? <laughs> listen, this is and credits to Chanel for her vision, yeah. like for real, because like, but. When we when when she brought this to me, I'm like Chanel. I talk every day like this is gonna be big. Yes, like this is gonna it. be so big. Too. Like mm-hmm. so, and you know we making connections with our good friend, yes. killer friend. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shot. Shot. Shot, baby. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Girl, you better drink that water. Okay, I have one last question for you while we're here because, um, so now that you're in the business, well, you've been in the business, but right, different side, right? What do you see as your legacy, like, and Mm. what change do you think you can make? Yeah, in this being like on both sides of the fence. I mean, I know you're not the producer, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like, I know you know producers. You Do you tell your producer friends, like, listen... Let's figure something out. Let's, Every a lot of people that I knew and know are like there are so different, so many different aspects of the business. Like some are finance, financiers, like some are more investing, some are more like it's a very much like. And if people are a part of it, it's very much again like more the business. And so now I'm building that producer relationship, the right. relationship with other like folks who are talent, things of that nature. But in terms of my legacy, like the reason why I even got in media was about access to me like I mm-hmm. want to see people I want to feel people that I want to like be represented mm-hmm. on screen whether that be animated or unanimated scripted or unscripted right. I want to make sure that we are present and I also want to create some level of community like mm-hmm. so I do feel like I lead with that energy because I'm truly like yo <laughs> like, let's yeah. let's communicate let's yeah. com- let's build this community and let's get it like there's there's so much room for everyone and so I think my legacy is going to be surrounded by that figuring out a way I think it's very it is obviously unique, but it's something when it clicks, it'll click. Like in terms of why business and talent was so interesting to me, mm-hmm. and why I've made some sort of stride in both, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like playing it by ear, figuring right. it out. Okay, so my next question is: one thing about me, 
my vision right now is I gotta be a media host. Media host. I mm, love to talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else I want to do, but I want to talk to people. Right. I talk. Right. I did behind the scenes, but not like as far as as a career. Just like you know, when you do a PA internship. True. But my vision is talking. But one thing I've I've been seeing with media hosts because. One, well, number one, every what they say, everybody trying to be an influencer, everybody mm-hmm, trying mm-hmm, to be a host. Mm-hmm. It's not even talent no more. It's how many mm-hmm, followers you have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get, we get discouraged with things like that, too. That's True. something me and April talk about all the time. It's like, yo, do I have to buy followers? Like, yo, <laughs> Just do on. something, right. So, people that I know in the media industry once were a media host. Now, they're like, oh, I'm a producer. I've seen or that, now, too. I transitioned to media sales. Like, they're mm-hmm. doing something else. And mm-hmm. now they're making money. Right. You mm-hmm. know, it might not be six figures, but now they're like, girl, I could finally... They feel good about it. Right. right. Yes. But, like, they're still connected, whether it's entertainment, but mm-hmm. now they're like, girl, I'll, I'll just do a couple YouTubes and get it over. Word. But I'm still over here, like... Which is I, good. Yeah. That's the I'm main like, goal. Nah, right. Nah, like, I mean, so, low-key, sometimes I feel like I, I slowly... Want to transition? Not saying it's mm-hmm. not a bad thing to learn both because mm-hmm. you feel a good yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to drift off in a sense of like I've given up on media because of society. Yeah. So, what advice would you give to future media correspondents out there who feel like you know what is oversaturated? Mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. I'm not getting booked. And yeah. This exposure word mm-hmm. we keep hearing it, it, it was cute at first. And don't nobody want to work for free. <laughs> it was cute so at first, but mm-hmm. now it's like okay, like yes. Like, I, That's such a good question because I feel like, you know, everyone experiences it, but I also experienced it because this is the first, like I said, I was, I've been doing it, but it was always like, you know, part time, you know, I was, I had my stable job and was doing this on top of it. So it's, it's the first time that I'm realizing what it is to kind of be in a lull in a sense where it's like, you know, cast to go to podcast, whatever else, but it's not like. It's not corporate type yeah. of <laughs> executive right, type right, of yeah, right. You know what I mean? There's, there's always something to be done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's um I think the the biggest advice is to go in knowing that because I think a lot of people go in myself included mm-hmm. like not recognizing like no like there are truly hills and valleys like there are there are highs there mm-hmm. are lows there are times when you book 24-7 times when you're not right and so I think if people just go in knowing that that's the situation your eyes are a little more open and you're not so like zeroed in on one or two opportunities mm-hmm. um I think it's also good to have another skill like I feel like mm-hmm. maybe it is a Jamaican in me but I'm like listen bro like <laughs> I'm gonna have one two three four <laughs> five <laughs> jobs jobs <laughs> like you're like, not about to know no. baby <laughs> Especially now, as you said, a lot of hosts, like, this might not even be their primary thing. Like, it, and, and it's discouraging for folks who, that is, that's their thing. Like, literally, this is it. But it's, you know, it, it shows, like, that's just kind of where we are to, as a society. You kind of have to do three, four mm-hmm. things, be three, four things mm-hmm. in order to right. to be taken, exactly. you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you have it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Sorry, I like it. I like it. So, baby, that's what you have. Now, we do have another segment, y'all. Yes. We're going to jump deep into the baggage claim. So, in this segment, we allow our listeners to let us in on their baggage in order to offer advice. So, we're going to listen to our viewer baggage and help them sort through their drama 
we ain't gonna call y'all drama. We just wanna know what's going on. So we did make some announcement that you were gonna be on the show. Fine. <laughs> right. So we you know had a couple DMs here. So there's two questions. So right. um our girl, she said her question is being that we are already overlooked as darker women in the industry. Mm. How do you find loopholes to stand out more than others with your platform? Mm. That's a good question. Loopholes. I don't know if it's necessarily loopholes, but you cannot. I don't. Not even outside of media. I feel like you cannot be in this world, in this society, as a dark skinned black woman and not have confidence. Like I feel like mm-hmm. you. You just have it <laughs> sometimes because it was forced into you in order yeah. to just be around, or you. You have it because you love your features. And I'm. I'm more of the latter. I'm like, no. I really enjoy being black. Like, honey, it's lit. Like, okay. I really. I love. I love. Gay. Listen, gay, I love gay. being a dark skinned black woman, and because of that, I wouldn't even say it's a loophole, but I recognize it was a thing. Me wearing my natural hair, me like kind of you know, rocking I'm, my natural features. I'm like, I didn't, I'm just doing me. <laughs> I'm glad you said yes. that because I always question like when you would do the show. Yes. Were you like wanting to try the wigs or were they? It was a mixed bag. So at first, you saw it beforehand, obviously on IG. Yeah. I'm just rocking, You're my, rocking your hair. Rocking my Beautiful. hair. But then I was kind of like, you know what? I want to, I don't know what this situation is like. It kind of reminded me of like the first couple of times in corporate America where I showed up in a way because I was like, listen, I, where, which audience I'm at? Like, what's, your, what's, yeah. what's this looking like? What's this, this looking so like? Going, going and on. you kind of have to do that. I mean, you don't have to, but it was a thought process for me because yeah. I was like, I, I just wanted to test the temperament a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I was actually encouraged and, and and behind the scenes and everything about like, yo, like I think it'll be dope if you do it. Like and you know, I was talking to them about it as well and I was like, all right, let's let's pull it out. I didn't want it to become a thing, <laughs> which I felt like uh, again, me being the one mm-hmm. dark skinned woman on there, I thought it would be more of a thing than yeah. it needed to at first. And so I was like, let me neutralize this a little bit before I come out, you know, being me. And then, oh, that's okay. it. <laughs> that was crazy. We just like the whole HBCU thing. Like, I'm an HBCU graduate. Cool. They love black people, love everything we do, but yet it's still no, like, representation of HBCU. So Ooh. just like the black culture, they mm-hmm. love everything we do, rock yeah. and natural, yeah. everybody coming out with natural products, mm-hmm. but yet I still can't even go to work. <laughs> Wait, my natural Yes, yes. you even have these corporate executives of, in these media industries, oh, I love natural black women, mm-hmm. black girl, mm-hmm. you a black girl. Mm-hmm. You black girl, yeah. <laughs> But then to be pulling wings, yes, yeah, like make it make sense. You're absolutely no, for real. It's true. It is. I remember the first time I wore braids to my corporate job, Mm. and my manager at the time was like, "Oh, those are nice," and I was like. That's oh, okay. crazy. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Don't worry, give me yeah. a month or two. They're right. looking like Scooby-Doo. Oh, <laughs> not Scooby-Doo. She Shaggy. What I say? You always choose violence. <laughs> no, she no. always chooses violence. <laughs> I love like, it here. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, right. little rice in your head. Oh, <laughs> Girl, we about to no, get canceled before we even start. I'm just saying. I didn't say who has <laughs> I didn't say who. <laughs> I think we can do a power. What is it? Um, power of elimination. Like, right. Like, yeah, like, true. Well, they could do that on their own. I'm just saying. Like, y'all, y'all, no, no, all right, uh, let me go on to the next question before <laughs> I get mad. All right, next one. How did you learn to become rational with people around you who had a certain standard when it, come, when it came to being the darker girl? How did you keep yourself calm during these times <laughs> that you wanted to react? Wait. 
I feel like this is very targeted. I'm trying to think what they're trying to say. So it's like... <laughs> I think what they're yeah. trying to say is kind of like, how do you keep a level head when mm. people challenge you because you are a dark-skinned woman? Okay. You know? Because, yes. like, people will literally try to... Like I said, like, the oh, like... You know, dark skin plus size woman. Yes, or, yes, you know, oh, yes. Like, you tall, yes. you're beautiful, you're mm. stallion. Like, mm. oh, look at you, you tall. Yeah, right. you know? <laughs> or just like so how, how we talk. Yeah, because I'm still trying to learn. Ask April. I'm actually yeah right Chanel will call me and be like okay April I need you to respond in the corporate world yes. because if I respond it ain't going to be like like all right I think you me. you need both though you, you need, need that kind of energy you do need that kind of energy yeah. <laughs> for me it's all about recognizing intention I feel like I have not all the way it's not a hundred percent but for the most part I feel like I have a good enough read on people where I'm like. What's what's really good? Are you saying this because of intimidation? Because there's a lot of people that would try to use something that they think mm -hmm. you're insecure about to try to intimidate you to stay in your spot yeah. in a sense. Um, so if that's what it is, I don't go toe to toe because by going toe to toe, I'm giving them power to say like, okay, you, you won. Mm -hmm. You could get me. You could trigger me. So I like usually it's like if I could detect who you are. I can move accordingly, right? And then there's other people. There's other people that are doing it just to be funny. And, you know, trying to be funny. And sometimes by not going ha-ha, that's enough to, to say, like, you know, you're not about yeah. it. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, baby. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. A con the conversation that definitely needed to be had, y'all. Let's give it up. Let's give it I up. I loved it. I loved it, y'all. <laughs> All right, Akila. So, listen, baby, we know you got a lot of things going on. But tell the people how they can keep up with your journey, where they yes. can follow you. Definitely keep up with me, y'all. It's just everything is at my name, at Akila Friend, A-K-I-L-A-H-F-F-R-I-E-N-D, on all the things. Um yeah, tap in with me. Obviously, like I said, I'm doing the podcast. Yes, I got yes, a couple other things bubbling up. I appreciate it. You know, my show a little bit. Listen, listen, listen. All right, y'all. And listen, y'all can follow me at it's April B underscore underscore. That's on all social media platforms. And baby, you already know your favorite Brooklyn babe. I am Chanel Simone on all social media platforms. And also follow the podcast. Absolutely. On all social media platforms, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. And we, we, we that's it. We lit. That's it. We lit. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Check us out. Bye. Bye.